Welcome to the Discovering Our Scars podcast, where we have honest conversations about things that make us different. I'm Steph. And I'm Beth. I've been in recovery for 14 years and am the author of Discovering My Scars, my memoir about my mental health struggles, experiences, and faith. I'm a lawyer turned pastor who's all about self-awareness and emotional health because I know what it's like to have neither of those things. Beth and I have been friends for years, have gone through a recovery program together, and when I wanted to start a podcast, she was the only name who came to mind as co-host. I didn't hesitate to say yes because I've learned a lot from honest conversations with Steph over the years. We value honest conversations and we hope you do too. That's why we do this and why we want you to be part of what we are discussing today. On today's show, we're going to have an honest conversation titled, Excuse You? Then we'll share a slice of life and the show will close with questions for reflection, where we invite you to reflect on the conversation in your own life. So what if right now, as we're recording, I were to sneeze? What would you do or say? First of all, I would roll my eyes and I'd say, (laughs) are you done? And then I would cut it out of the episode. Right, right, right. And then we'd move on. Because sneezing is a normal human function that happens And you do that function and then you move on. Yes. This is one of, uh, in my views, one of your flaws. Maybe your only flaw. That I think sneezing is a normal human function. That you won't say bless you when somebody sneezes. Why Why is that? It's not a hard thing to do. Why do you need to be blessed by me (laughs) when you sneeze? What? 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 How does that make any sense? What if you hiccup? Do I say bless you to that? Uh, No, let's see. If I got the hiccups, I think I would say, oh, excuse me. Why? It's a normal (laughs) bodily function. It's not. I mean, it's not. Can you control hiccups? No, I guess not. Although you can can control a sneeze. Should you stop yourself from sneezing? Is it important to sneeze? I think there are ways you could minimize a sneeze. No, I'm not saying sneeze on somebody. You can control where the sneeze lands. Yeah, and how big and loud it is, I think. This whole conversation is really making me want to sneeze. <laughs> you know what makes me sneeze? What? The sun. Huh. Yeah, uh, there's like um, a certain percentage of people, like maybe like 10% or 5% of people that the sun makes them sneeze, and it makes me sneeze. Well, if we were outside on a sunny day and you sneezed, I would say, oh, bless you. Or God bless you. And I just or roll my, tight. And I would just roll my eyes like, girl, I'm just having a normal bodily function. <laughs> Why? Why do we say bless you? Even better, God bless you. Yeah, I don't know the whole history of it, but I don't I, think it has a bad intent. No, I have heard, and I probably should have looked this up before. <laughs> I've heard that the reason we say God bless you is because back in the day, People thought when you sneeze that the devil could enter your body during that moment that you sneeze. And so people say, God bless you to you so that God keeps you safe from the devil. Come on. And I heard something about like you lose you lose consciousness for a moment. And so it's like a an offer of protection. But I don't I don't say it for those reasons. I I think those I think those ancient, ancient reasons are gone. And it's more just a matter of common courtesy. Why? Why does there have to be a why? Why can't it just be? Why? No, this is one of those things. It's like, why do we do this? There are so many things that we just do automatically because it's what we do, like handshaking. Why do we handshake? Why did that become a thing that we do? And how do we stop that from happening? I think we figured it out. Well, I think it probably started because humans like to have ways to greet each other. It's a a part of interpersonal communication. So it's a form of greeting. Excuse me. (laughs) 
it was almost like a couple of little hiccups. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was a great example here. You were, and you were trying to hold them back. Right. Because we're doing an audio podcast. Right. You didn't want that to be in the audio. Although I would just edit it out and it would not have been a big deal. But it's not a big deal to say, excuse me. It's not a big deal but, to say, bless you. We're not, what? it's not but like, why? like I'm really sacrificing something if I but say, bless you. Why? But I don't understand why not. Why? Because, because it is a way to be polite. Why? Because it is a way to acknowledge care. Why? Because it is a way to offer kindness. About what though? How? I just, I just don't get it. Why we have to acknowledge that you made some kind of, your body did some kind of action. I don't know why that has to be acknowledged. I just don't get it. I don't understand why we need to do that. Well, I don't understand why you don't want to acknowledge it. Do you acknowledge when someone walks, their body is making an action happen? If they trip, I would acknowledge it because that would be an unusual way to walk. Just like if you sneeze, that's an unusual way to breathe. Are you, are you yawn or are you, you know, those are unusual things. Okay. So one of our guests, Emily, we had, um, early on in the podcast, she has a different type of walk when she walks. So would you acknowledge that? Because that's different than what you're used to seeing in a walk. No, because I think I would recognize that that's that that is a normal walk for her. But I hope I would still acknowledge it if she tripped. So you're saying like if someone's trips and you want to make sure they're okay. Right. That's what I mean, I'm not against making sure someone's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But if someone sneezes, has there ever been? I mean, probably very rare. (laughs) I would say. But how often when someone sneezes, are they in distress that they need assistance? And if you if they needed assistance, I think you would I would have no problem helping someone in that situation if they sneezed and then like blood came out or something. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying like that would be something to acknowledge. That would be something to acknowledge. But why are we acknowledging just a sneeze? Maybe part of it is to acknowledge that it was out of their control to acknowledge that, you know, they're not being rude. Right. Because we don't say. It's not like you sneeze and then you say, excuse me, you sneeze. And then whoever's around you, I'm looking at you, Steph, is supposed to say, bless you. That's Why? how it works. What do you say if someone burps? Well, if I were to burp, I would say, excuse me. And I, that's what I've taught my children. That if you're the one who burps, you say, oh, excuse me. Because really, you should be able to control that. No, you can't control your burp. Yeah. And you don't need to hold back a burp. Your body needs to get it out. That's you why it's let it. You can let it out without it being a belch. Well, you do have control over like how intense it is, but I mean, a burp is a burp. Right. Why is that something to be ashamed of? Oh, I'm so sorry that I made a noise. I'm so sorry. Why is that? Why is that necessary? I think it's part of how we interact in society. So for my kids, I think it would have been bad if I hadn't taught them that. Because then they're going to go out into the world and, and not know the societal conventions that we kind of all operate under. But what you're saying is, why do we operate under those? And I don't really know, but I also don't really feel like I need to change them. Not those. There may be other things, I don't know, that need to be changed. But it's not hard to say, oh, bless you. It's not hard to say, excuse me. It's not hard to do it, but why are we doing it? And why are we making it seem like it's not okay for your body to go through normal processes. Like, I feel like if you say, 
excuse me, or I'm sorry, da, da, da. you're putting shame on something that is normal for everybody to do. I disagree. I think that by acknowledging it, we're acknowledging that it's not shameful. I completely disagree. I think it's completely the opposite. I think by acknowledging it and by putting these standards that people have to apologize for these things, we're putting shame on it. We're saying that's not okay. You don't need to do that around around people. So excuse me is an apology? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I think you're saying like, I'm sorry that I took up this space and time and I, I should have been able to control my body and I can't. No, you shouldn't be able to control your body. Your body needs to do what your body needs to do. Like, I think there's so much where like we try to, I mean, that's a little extreme, but you know, people have plastic surgery because their ages, they're, they're aging and their face is, you know, changing and they want to look young and aging is natural. Aging is what our bodies naturally do. Like, you know, everyone can make their own choice. Like I'm not putting people down for the choices they make, but I, I think it's important. Like for me, like I want to age naturally. I want to like, I earn those wrinkles. Like that shows my age and my, where I am in life. So, um, I mean, obviously I will feel differently and I'm a human being. So probably I'll have all the feelings that people have, you know, I'm still like, ask my hairdresser, do you see gray? Is there any gray in my hair? No, no. When will I get gray? <laughs> now, will I need to dye it? How does that happen? And I have no idea. I don't know how I'll address all of that. Um, but where I am and sit today, like, I think it's important to let our bodies do what they are made to do. And so I don't understand why we have these social norms of apologizing, blessing for things that are just normal. I'm going to stick to what I said. I think that it's to, to acknowledge that it's not something to be ashamed of. Oh, yeah, that's normal. So you just say, oh, excuse me, and you move on, you know, and also, you know, that you try to do your best to minimize how that, how it comes out, right? So a small burp is more acceptable than a loud belch. I don't want to be, for example, I wouldn't want to be in a restaurant and hear someone at the table next to me belching. That's not, that's unpleasant. So I like that we kind of encourage people to minimize those things and, and to acknowledge them in a small way. Well, you're just a proper lady now, aren't you? I, I like, mean, if you sneezed, I would say bless you. I like people to be seen <laughs> and not heard. I would say bless you, not with the intent of shaming you because you had sneezed, but of saying, you know, oh, yeah, that's something that happens. Are you OK? <laughs> I mean, that's what bless you really Who is. Who is not OK after a sneeze? How often are someone not OK after they sneeze? In normal, just general everyday, like if someone sneezes. Well, one sneeze maybe, but I've, I have actually been in situations where I'm thinking about many years ago, many years pre-COVID, pre when I went to like a convention, <clears throat> like a women's convention. It was a mothers of preschoolers oh, convention. I'm sorry. I noticed that you had to clear your throat. Yeah. I apologize me. that you had to clear your throat. <laughs> no. Wait, what's the word? What do you say when someone clears the throat? I don't think you have to say anything for that. <sighs> So anyway, um, there was a woman who was having an allergic reaction mm. to something that someone else was wearing. And so she was having a, like a sneezing yeah. fit. Yeah. Right. And it was she needed help. She needed to be helped out of the yes. room so that she could get fresh air. Well, I would agree with that. I would <gasps> say that if someone sneezes multiple times, there could easily be um, a situation or someone even like turning red um, mm -hmm. in their face like they could be having an allergic reaction. And I think 
I totally agree. If there is any, if you have any suspect that someone is in distress and in need of help, for sure asking if they need anything, for sure. Like that's, and that's not what I think we're talking about. We're talking about just an everyday occurrence. Someone sneezes. I just stand by. I don't know why we do it. I think it's interesting that you need a why in order to do it. I need a why for everything. Yeah. I, that's interesting. I'm not a big fan of weddings because I feel like they're just this, um, I feel a lot of pe- weddings are, well, this is what we do. This mm-hmm. is why we, we do this because it's this what we've always done. I am not someone that enjoys doing things just because it says how, how it's always been done. I want a question. I want to know why. And if you do a wedding exactly how they've always been done, because that's meaningful for you, a hundred percent, I support that, but just doing it because that's what we do. Why do something that's meaningful to you? If it's meaningful for you to do all the rituals of everything, do that. But I, I want to know why everything is done and I want to consciously make those choices in my life because I know what the meaning is behind it. I mean, I think that's a good thing to question because there's a lot of things that we've done. Well, now that I'm learning and now I'm learning, there's a lot of things we've done in our lives that are racist, that are, have perpetuated racism, that we just have done and not even known why we're doing them and things we've said and not even realized how racist they are. I mean, just the fear, the sheer fact of, oh, I don't see color. I've said that before. That's wrong. That's racist. Right. Like things that I didn't even know because I never even questioned, oh, that's just what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to see color. But by questioning these things, by stepping back in. And so I do question everything. I try to question and like, why am I doing this? Why am I saying this? I'm not saying I don't do things that are social norms. Yes, if someone sneezes, I can't say 100% I'm never going to say I that I don't acknowledge it. It depends on who I'm with. And, you know, if they know my stance on it, then we're good. And also like Santa Claus, if I'm with somebody that knows my stance, I'm going to come at Santa. But if they don't, then I'll just be like, oh, great, Santa. I believe in respecting the people you're with. If that's what we're getting down to, I do believe in respecting the people that we're with and, and um, making everyone comfortable. If I burp or have some other bodily function in front of you, I'm going to say, oh, excuse me. And I'm going to roll my eyes. <laughs> Just so you're, we're clear and you're, on that. And you're going to not grant me the excuse that I am requesting. What happens if someone vomits in front of you? Oh, my word. I'm probably going to vomit myself. <laughs> <laughs> but what? We, what? What? Like, what's the social norm if someone vomits in front of you? I think it's to go, oh, <laughs> It just, it just irritates. When's the last time somebody vomited in front of me who wasn't at like a, in my care? At a theme park. I've had it happen. As a oh. cast member, it's called, oh, it was called a protein spill. <laughs> oh, gross. You call it in to maintenance as a protein spill and they have this stuff they pour on it that uh-huh. makes it. I remember that from yeah. elementary school. Yeah, we'll just say it, it puts it together and then it just wipe that right up. Oh, up. I've had a lot of those. Yeah, so it wasn't even from my rides because I worked at a show first and then I worked at, um, Toy Story, which was not really doesn't make people was get not sick. vomit inducing. No, but it was probably they must have vomited from something else, something ate or something they mm-hmm. had gone on before. Yeah, I've seen many of a many protein spills in my day. I went whale watching many years ago off the coast of Boston, and it was rough seas. And I have a tendency to have motion sickness, but I never had had it like this. And I spent the entire whale watching cruise or whatever you call it, the, the couple of hours. I spent the entire time vomiting into a bag and it was super embarrassing because I knew, and I wasn't the only one it was, it happened to several people, but, um, but still like 
I knew that was gross for the people around me, but what could I do? Like I had a bag and I got sick into it over and over and over again. I tried to do it like as quietly (laughs) as I could. Um, But yeah, there was no controlling it. There was no stopping it. And I'm sure that it was gross for all the people who were watching. It was also the first time that Hannah ever vomited and it happened. And then she looked at us and said, what just happened? Oh, how old was she? (laughs) She would have been like, Three? Oh. Sorry, Hannah. It's interesting you say sorry, that you were so apologetic. Well, that was sort of an offhand sorry, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I guess that's an interesting thing, too. How often do we offhand sorry? How often do we really need so- mean sorry? And why does it seem like women say, I'm sorry, so often? I did have a social situation recently where I made a mistake and said that I was sorry and it was not accepted. And I'm still a little bit aggravated by it. We had gone down to visit our son who was in college. And so we were out of town and we were waiting in line at an ice cream shop. And the you could only have a couple of people in the shop because of COVID. And so the rest of us were waiting. The line kind of forms outside the shop. It wasn't a, it was one of those situations where it wasn't completely clear where the line was supposed to be. So there had been some confusion but we had found our place and we were waiting in line and we were the next ones who were going to go in. And as we were waiting for our turn to go in, a dad and two small children came up and went to the door. And I said, oh, hey, the line's back here. And he said, I'm not going in there. And I said, OK, sorry, Miss, I misunderstood what you were doing. And then he circled back to berate me some more. Yeah, you are sorry, aren't you? What? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm a veteran. You shouldn't be talking to me. And I was like, or you could just accept my apology since I misunderstood. Like, I just, it was weird. <laughs> I'm a veteran. So you shouldn't be talking to me. There's yeah. a lot wrong there. Wow. There's a lot wrong. There was a lot wrong with the whole situation. And he was, was trying to say he wasn't going into the shop. So you didn't even need to point out. Yeah, he was, he was saying that I was wrong to have assumed that he was trying to cut in the line. And that really wasn't what I was doing. It was more like, oh, if you're going in, you must not realize that the line is back here. So, yeah. hey, the line's back here. I, I really, I wasn't rude about it. I wasn't like, hey, you, the line's Cutter. back here. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you're doing? I really wasn't. I was like lighthearted about it. You yeah. know, like, hey, the line's back here. And he, he had a way overblown reaction to it, which, and I know it embarrassed his kids. It sounds like he realized he did something wrong when you said that but he didn't he doesn't like being pointed out that he did something wrong and then he was just that's what it sounds like to me like he was going to get ice cream maybe and he didn't realize the line was longer and he didn't want to look like he was doing the wrong thing. yeah doing yeah. the wrong thing or yeah and especially to bring up the veteran and, thing i mean maybe he thought i was saying he was a bad person and yeah so that's why he was like i'm a veteran yeah. i'm not a bad person and yeah. i really was not saying that he was a bad person You're just pointing out yeah especially it was so easy to misunderstand where the yeah. line was in that situation so yeah. I, that's why i was just like hey by the way the line's yeah. back here it's like no big deal yeah well and that's why a lot of times i just don't say anything because i especially like in the same age for those kind of things i just don't say anything because people just are reacting horribly. Like I feel like more than ever in society, people are acting horrible. Like if, like if someone's not wearing a mask, I know that's a statement. And Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think if someone's not wearing a mask and forgot it, I think, and then, and if you were to say something to just point it out and they, Oh, I'm so sorry. I think that's probably like 5% maybe of people not wearing a mask. Like my mom, we were going into Sam's the other day and we're walking. She's like, oh, that smells so good. And I was like, 
what? And I, cause I thought I was like, I don't smell anything. And I realized she didn't have her mask on. We were outside still. And I was like, mom, where's your mask? She's like, oh my gosh. She goes back to the car. And like, I think I've done that too. I've had to go back to the car and get my mask. Cause it's like all of a sudden I realized, oh wait, I don't have my mask. And I, you know, I think that's a very small percentage, but the people that are inside not wearing a mask, smiling at you, they know they're not wearing a mask. (laughs) When they've been walking around in a while, they know. And I'm not going to say anything to them because I know it's not going to end well. And uh, so a lot of times those kind of situations, I just don't say anything anymore because I've gotten like beat up like that where people just will yell at you. And it's just like, you know, I got to protect myself. I don't want that, that like in my space. And so I'll let someone, I would probably just let them, I don't know. Because at that point, then you feel like you're defending the line for everybody. Right. That's been waiting patiently. So I don't know. I don't know what I would have done specifically in that situation. Also, a lot of times, people will like realize themselves and be like, Oh wait, was this line in you? Oh yeah. It's back there. Right. And then they just do it. Right. And I would say, I'm sorry if I realized that I cut in line. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. And then I would go. Right. Because you would genuinely be sorry. You didn't yeah. intend to cut yeah. the line. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a genuine thing. Like, yeah, I think there are, people I made that, a mistake. Yeah. I think yeah. there are people that intend to. Mm. <laughs> I had someone basically accused me of overusing the word sorry oh in a way that still kind of irritates me because instead of saying I've noticed that you use the word sorry a lot they said we were working on a project together and they said you probably started your email to so-and-so with sorry and I was like no I didn't what are you trying to say I mean it was just this weird Hmm. thing but it made me realize that some people are sensitive maybe to the overuse of the word sorry, whereas I probably do tend to throw it around quite a bit. Well, I feel like, like I was saying, I feel like people over, I do feel like people overuse the word. I haven't really noticed you doing that um, specifically. So I don't know about like the situation. Maybe it was somebody that was just really sensitive with that word, which I'm not really sensitive with, with the word. I just feel like when you overuse a word, it loses its meaning. Right. And then you can't really trust is somebody sorry since they always say that word. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know that I'm sensitive to the word in the sense of like if people say it to me, was it somebody that you said I'm sorry to a lot? I didn't think so. Hmm. Interesting. I am. I am pretty quick to own my own stuff. Mm -hmm. And so if there's been a miscommunication, I'm very likely to say sorry, I didn't communicate that well. Yeah. Right. Um, Because I don't like it when there are miscommunications. And if I have had some part in that, then I am sorry for that. Yeah. Um, But I'm not sorry that I am taking up space or that I'm, that I exist. It's not that it's just, you know, I do want to own my own stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good way of using sorry is owning your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Maybe people that are sensitive are, it's hard for them to own their own stuff. Maybe that's where that comes from. Maybe is if if you're with somebody that constantly says i'm sorry because they're taking responsibility and you're not able to do that i could see where that could could irk you to see somebody being healthy and making you know taking responsibility interesting being self-aware enough to know oh i could have done this better yeah yeah it is it is hard it is hard to own your own stuff like i don't think people i think it's pretty normal human thing where we don't want to be wrong 
And I think that's right. kind of what that guy was realizing is he was wrong right. and he didn't want to own that. And he didn't want that pointed out in front of a group of people and his kids. And obviously that was not your intention, but it was his, his past that must have created right. his reaction, right? his overreaction to something as simple as, Oh, just, you know, the line's back here. Right. Yeah. He definitely received it as an assassination of his character. Yeah. yeah. Which is not, the intent with which it was offered. Yeah. It's like, this is an honest mistake, but the line's back here. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, you know, I don't, can't see how you could have done that any differently. <laughs> yeah. Do you think this is more of an issue for women than for men? I feel like I hear women say it all the time. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I hear there's certain women that I hear say it all the time, especially like people online um, oh, yeah. that I hear just say it all the time. Um, just for everything. Yeah. Just, you know, I don't know. I can't think of like specific examples, but I feel like it's a term that I do hear women say a lot and that does kind of bother me. Like, I feel like it's very social, a social norm for women to like apologize for everything. Um, and in, in that sense, I feel like it's overused and it loses meaning when we just, you know, say it for everything. I probably say it. I don't know. I've never really noticed how often I say it. So I don't know. And I don't interact with a lot of people, so <laughs> I'm probably say it to my mom, but probably not as much as I would to like, you know, somebody else. I don't know. I feel like I only say it if I really mean it. Have there been situations that you've been in where you felt like somebody should say excuse me and they didn't? Because you're not big on bless you. I get that. We've established that. But have there been times where you were like, yeah, that, that needed an excuse me. Like something for like a bodily function that happened? Anything. I guess the good thing about when someone says, excuse me, like is pointing out that something out of the ordinary is happening. And so by them acknowledging something out of the ordinary is happening, I can then like acknowledge it that I recognized it as that. Um, so if that's like the bar that we're talking about, it makes me think of this. Okay. This is so weird. This is weird and probably not related, but lay it on me. <laughs> I was, um, this was like, I was like in my twenties or right before twenties or something. I was in community college at the time and I was, I had randomly met this guy in New York that was from Tallahassee. Uh -huh. So random. Guess what store I met him at? The Apple store. So close. I met him at the store called B and H photo and video. Uh -huh. And it's a, it's a, um, video and like all technology store. So of course, that wouldn't have been my second yeah. guess. My second guess <laughs> would have been Lego. Yeah. 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 I've met some guys there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, I was in, I was buying a hard drive and there I met this guy that lived in Tallahassee and that's where I'm from. And that was so crazy. So anyways, we started like talking online and we were like being, we were friends and he was going to be in Tallahassee. And so we were going to go see a movie and I was like, Oh, do you want to, you know, grab some food before in the food court? And he's like, Oh yeah, let's do that. So that was the scenario and we go we had we ate at chick-fil-a in the food court and we sit down and we like go to get our food and then he takes his teeth out oh my word and puts them on the table how many wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> how many teeth did he take out do you think it it wasn't even like a, it was like front teeth it was oh, like no. maybe like four or five teeth. Oh, I don't know. No, it was, heart. I was disturbed the whole time. So I don't really know. And I wasn't sure what, I didn't know what was happening. It was, Surely he said, excuse me. No, I just see, have this thing. I have to, that's that I what can't I'm eat saying. with. I think like he didn't say anything. And 
So for me, like, I wish he had said something ahead of time. So right. I, he was like, hey, yeah, I'm totally cool with going to food first. But just so you know, I have a couple missing teeth and I have this like retainer thing that holds my teeth. Yeah, I don't know. If he had told me ahead of time, I wouldn't have been so freaked out in the moment. Uh, but yeah, well, he did. also he could have said, no, let's just go to the movies. I know. I why is going to a meal? I oh know. It wasn't even I because it was just going to be like a quick thing. And I, because in a movie, you don't really get to talk. And so that's why I thought we would like be able to talk before. But um, I had nothing to talk about because I was just so distracted by this teeth thing. Well, and he probably didn't want to talk while he had his teeth out. Right. Oh, just the memories. They're not the best. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's a good guy. He's married now. I think he has some kids like that's awesome. That's cool. I don't know. <laughs> But in that situation, yes, I would have liked him to acknowledge that that was out of the ordinary for normal situations and to have said something or even joked about it or something. Right. That would have helped alleviate the awkwardness because I I do agree. Like if if there is awkwardness created, I do think it's important to acknowledge it. But like to me, someone sneezing doesn't create awkwardness because that's pretty normal. Like that's a normal thing. My body does that. Your body does it like that's normal. But like it's out of the norm for people to take their teeth out. It just is. And it so is. to acknowledge that, I'm cool with that. Yeah. So I guess that would be a situation where I thought maybe a little excuse me would have worked or just acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. It doesn't have it. to be that you're mm-hmm. sorry. You don't need to be sorry that you have fake teeth. Like right, right, right. there's obviously there might be a story there of right. how that happened. Um, but just like a heads up, I would have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess bottom line, I think there is no need to point out normal bodily functions and you think it is highly important to point them out for people so they know that it is okay that they body their bodies did a normal normal thing bottom line is i'm not offended as long as somebody says excuse me well you just brought in a whole new thing you said bottom line is that you are offended when somebody's body does a normal bodily function unless they acknowledge it that's a whole nother level. You are offended when someone burps at you. Well, they're not burping at you. I I mean, I do think it's rude. I think it's rude to. Well, is no, rude a, and a, offend different? I was using them interchangeably. I don't know. To think that something is rude means that I am offended. Like that's the, that's how I use those words. Okay. Offended is like something's like personally attacking me is how I would take an offend. It could be. It could mean that. But I just. That's not the only way that I, can I just it. can't see how I could be offended, how it would offend me, how I could be personally attacked. To some, I mean, maybe if someone like burped directly in my face, like intentionally, that's a whole nother thing. But like, I just don't see how I could be like offended by somebody. Are rude and offensive not synonyms? I think they're synonyms. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I see. I see them differently, whether it's yeah. whether that's like actually true or not. I just see them differently. Well, I don't think we're going to see eye to eye in this. I think we definitely see this issue differently. And this is definitely like an issue that probably no one has an issue with except us. (laughs) And it's not like it's a big issue for us. It's just we rarely disagree. So this is something we disagree on. Yay. (laughs) Okay. I didn't see it that way as a yay, but okay. I think people are going to be like, wow, I can't believe Steph doesn't say bless you when Beth sneezes. That's what I think people are going to say. How did you sneeze? I don't even can't even think of the, you sneezing. 
I don't know. But I know if I did sneeze, you wouldn't say bless you. I guess bottom line, would it make you more comfortable if I say bless you when you sneeze? Yes, please. Well, you know what? I'm not going to because sometimes it's important to be uncomfortable. (laughs) We have so much fun making this podcast and we've heard from some of you that you're wondering what is the best way to support us. So we've decided to expand the podcast experience using buymeacoffee.com. You can go there and buy us a cup of coffee or for Steph, a cup of tea, or you can actually become a monthly supporter and that will give you access to PDFs of the questions for reflection, as well as pictures, outtakes, polls, and more. The kinds of things that we would put on social media if we had a social media channel, but we actually don't for the podcast because we decided from the beginning that we didn't want to add to more white noise in your life. So one of the great things about Buy Me A Coffee is that you'll be able to actually get an email when we post new content. You can go straight there and you don't have to deal with ads or being bombarded with other content. You see exactly the content you're looking for without a bunch of distractions. We plan to post probably like once or twice a week and we're excited to get your feedback as members on our Buy Me A Coffee page, which we are lovingly calling our BMAC page. BMAC. BMAC. Uh, So you'll be able to find a link in our description to find out more and to sign up. And this is a tough one. I mean, another one where we disagree. I'm a little offended that we didn't end with a resolution. I'm, I feel like we're back to our Santa episode where you did not agree with me. Uh, yep. Just don't agree Santa. on this one, friend. Yeah. We're just going to exist in our disagreement. Ooh, we will exist in our disagreement. Yes. Well, and our friendship and our podcast will go on. Without us? No. In, oh. With our disagreement. <laughs> with us. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Good. That's what I was hoping. Um, so um, so I think I mentioned it on the podcast, whether I edited it out or not, I'm not sure. So I'm going to reiterate that um, me and my mom just got back from Walt Disney World. We went for just a couple days. Um, we went for two days because we um, left the dogs at a new kennel in town. And so it was kind of a test in Tallahassee. Left the dog in Tallahassee. We went to Orlando. Uh, had an awesome time. Now, last time we went to Disney, we went to this new cookie shop, bake shop. And there is no words that will really describe the amazingness of this place. It's called Gideon's Bake Shop. You made it sound really, really amazing. I did. And so nothing is ever going to... Re- I mean, I talked up probably more than, more than I needed to <laughs> because it is amazing though. So I got you a cookie. You did? Yes. And okay, but I have to preface, this cookie has been kept in a plastic bag in the fridge since I got it. I got it on Tuesday. Okay. And I And today's Friday. Yes. And I failed because I was going to take it out of the fridge before we started podcasting and I didn't. So it's probably cold and hard maybe. But remember, so I want your reaction. Okay. Your live reaction. Okay. I put it in a Gideon's box so you have the full experience but you can't keep the box okay it is my box <laughs> I have them on top of my fridge and I look at them and I go oh the cookies okay so I brought it for you excellent I didn't know we were doing a live reaction thing we with the cookie. are doing a live reaction I also brought you a napkin this is a pretty cool box I know right yeah I don't want to rip the box I feel like this is like <laughs> there's a lot of pressure about the preservation the of this box so this is how they come they come in a box in this like wrapping uh-huh. and so I haven't unwrapped it I had it in this bag it's the whole giant. time it's, it's giant a big it's cookie. a half a pound cookie wow and I got you the peanut butter one so <gasps> I love the, peanut butter cookies I wanted to get you the peanut butter chocolate but that they only had that last month so 
honestly, I would prefer peanut butter over peanut butter chocolate. Okay. Yeah. So this worked out really okay, well. Okay. So this is, um, so the edges are not the best part of it. Okay. So you might want to break it in half and eat, start from the middle. Oh, yeah. And so. This is a lot of cookie. It's a lot of cookie. This is like six it, cookies in one. Yes. Um, they say to think of it as four cookies. Four cookies. When okay. you're eating it. And, but they don't list the calorie count. Because <laughs> they don't have to, they say. Mm, it's really good. <gasps> it's really it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You know that thing when you eat something really good and you like can feel it in the back mm-hmm. of your jaw? That's what happened. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Yeah. So these are cookies. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say these cookies are the best cookies in the world. They have all the allergens. So I apologize to anyone that has allergies. Um, but, uh, and they can't be shipped. So again, apologies for anybody. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry for you because these are the best cookies. They can't be shipped. So you have to actually go to Orlando. Uh, there's two locations in Orlando. We went to the Disney Springs location. So if you are in Orlando in Disney Springs. The wait is long, but it's worth it. There was a virtual queue. We waited 80 minutes in the virtual queue, which means we just walked around. We didn't have to do anything. And they text us. Minutes. Yeah, but we were already going to walk around anyways. Right, right, right. And they texted. You just got to know to get in the virtual queue yeah, right away. You have away. to know to get it right, right away. And they'll just text you. And then once we got the text, it took us about 20 minutes in that little short line. And then we got the cookies. And you can get six per person. So we got eight. Mm-hmm. Which is because there's two of us, so we could have gotten twelve, but we did eight. We were regre- we regretted that. Could have brought me too. I know we regretted it the moment <laughs> we walked away. We were like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think like I didn't even think of get- bringing you a cookie though. <laughs> I didn't think of it until we got home, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get Beth a cookie. And I was like, I think she'd like the peanut butter one. I mm-hmm. think that's the one because we actually got two peanut butters. We got we got two of um all of our favorites, and then one of the ones we hadn't had before another thing that's really good about this cookie it reminds me of my mom's peanut butter cookies mm-hmm. when i was growing up every christmas she would make these really delicious peanut butter cookies that had just a hint of saltiness in them and this has that yeah it's so good every cookie they make has um sea salt on top mm-hmm. it, because that's one of the questions like can you get without salt and they say no because yeah. that is it's, what makes it really the, brings yeah, out the flavor yeah. it does it really does and that's when i first had it that was my thought was it's it tastes like every single peanut butter cookie I've ever had, mm-hmm. like combined, like the mm-hmm. best of every peanut butter cookie combined. Yeah, every cookie. And that is a couple days old cookie. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, we have the other ones in our freezer and we're going to slowly but surely get through them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a live taste test <laughs> on the podcast. I mean, I'm, what could be better? Great than- for an audio format. <laughs> It's amazing. I we had to get your reaction. So, do you think the hype is real or it's overhyped? Oh, I think the hype is real. I mean, yeah. I would definitely next time I'm in Orlando, I'm going to make time to go because yeah. this is really, really good. Yeah, for sure. Well, I wasn't sure what I was going to share for my slice of life today because I like to bring you weird news. And man, was there some weird news out there this Uh-oh. week? Like a woman who got hit in the head by a flying turtle outside Daytona Beach. Like amazing stuff that was happening. Um, or the the girl from the this this girl who was when she was a child she became part of a meme and now she's sold the original meme for like half a million the equivalent of half a million dollars but in something that's like bitcoin but i'm not going to tell you about any of that since you shared your favorite cookie with me i have a a new favorite thing that helps me go to sleep okay that i want to share i'm a big fan of audible Mm -hmm. i audible a lot of books i always have at least one audible going sometimes two well they have um a feature now for sleep 
where you can go um, in your app if you go to discover and then sleep is one of the like categories. But the best one is like, even if I wake up in the middle of the night and have a hard time going back to sleep, which I think is a thing when you get into your 40s, honestly. But anyway, so that's been happening. But this always puts me back to sleep. And it is Tony Shaloub reading a short account of the history of mathematics. And it's as boring as it sounds, but also there's something about the quality of his voice that's very like soothing and comforting. And so, so far, 100% success rate has put me to sleep every single time I have tried to listen to it. Wow. So I w- would highly recommend that. And that's weird. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. The Calm app. It's like um like a meditation kind of app. They had they had that uh, a couple years ago. They had like I think they called them sleep stories. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to some of them cuz I had trouble getting to sleep, but um and they were okay. It was kind of like boring and mm-hmm. and I it was hard for me to tell if it really did help, but what really has helped me sleep is um adopting two greyhounds <laughs> and they um wake me up really early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So if I don't go to bed, then I don't get enough sleep. So that's really helped with my sleep. So highly recommend. At the end of each episode, we end with questions for reflection. These are questions based on today's show that Beth will read and leave a little pause between for you to answer to yourself, or you can find a PDF of them on our buy me a coffee page. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Number one, when someone sneezes, do you say bless you? Why or why not? Number two, how do you feel when your body makes noise in public? Number three, do you feel like you overuse the phrase, I'm sorry? Why is that? And number four, do these types of social norms bother you at all? Or do you find them easy to accept? This has been the Discovering Our Scores podcast. Thank you for joining us. Have we jumped the shark with this episode? I don't know what that means. <gasps> you don't know what the jump the shark means? I don't know what that means. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Google it, but I'll tell you. Okay, tell me. In Happy Days, the TV show Happy Days, you know the Fonz? Mm-hmm. A. So he in an episode, kind of towards the later seasons, he wears a leather jacket and he jumps over a shark with a um like a water skis on. Oh, and that's it was like unnecessary and Well, yeah. So just imagine that. Mm-hmm. And it it came off as stupid as it sounds and um and uh so that's when they say that show like stopped being a good show when um he jumped the shark so that's what i was wondering as you read those questions for reflection i was thinking did we just jump the shark